Hi, friends, and welcome to my treehouse. My name is Miss Adventure, and I'm so glad you're here with me today. You can grab a hold of the rope ladder and climb on up to join me. Watch your step and grab a cushion to sit on. Here at Miss Adventure's treehouse, I love having fun, being silly, sharing stories, making new friends, and in the process, learning what makes Jesus so special and what makes us so special to him. Do you know what month it is? Yes, it's December, at least when the story first makes its debut. And do you know what we celebrate in December? Jesus' birthday, Christmas. Don't you just love Christmas? I do. And to celebrate, I've got a surprise for you. I've been working on a very special story. You will get to hear part of it today, just the very beginning. Then, if you come back and join us again for the next three weeks, we'll have more of the story, one part each week. And I have to tell you, this is one of my most favorite stories I've written. And that's because I've had the opportunity to imagine what it was like when Jesus came to earth as a baby. So as you listen, remember that parts of my story actually happened, but there are other parts that I imagined happening. Adults, I would love it if you would open up the Bible especially to Luke chapters 1 and 2, and read to your kids what the Bible says about these events, what actually happened, because the Bible is completely true. And kids, when you do, see if you can pick out from the story what parts came from the Bible and what parts came from my imagination. I hope as you read the Bible that you too will imagine what might have taken place so many years ago. Pretend you're there, just like our main character, Zachary. Oops. I think I may have given away too much already. Before I give away any more, we better begin. Today's story is Zachary's Christmas Gift, Part 1, The Woodshop. Are you ready? Let's go! Each December started off the same way, as far back as Zachary could remember. He and Dad would climb into the attic to retrieve all the Christmas decorations, while Mom heated the kettle for hot chocolate, put on some Christmas music, and tidied up the house. Then they would spend the first weekend day of December placing each Christmas item in just the right spot to remind them of the glory and joy of Christmas. Zachary, would you please set up our nativity scene this year? Mom asked. You mean the baby Jesus figures? Really? That's breakable and special, Mom, he said, quoting his mom from each year gone by. Yes, son, you're seven now. And you understand the meaning of Christmas more this year. I think you're responsible enough to set it up this time. A smile lit across Zachary's face. Mom was going to let him set out their prized Christmas possession? He very carefully carried the heavy box containing the breakable figures into the dining room and began to delicately unwrap each piece. There you are, Joseph. You had a big responsibility too, didn't you? He asked the figure as he dusted it off and placed it upon the worn table. And Mary, you're pretty cool. Poor girl, Zachary added, placing her next to Joseph. Ah, and there you are, baby Jesus. He placed him at the center of the scene amongst the sheep and cows. 
When he backed away to admire his work, a question began to bounce around in his mind. He stared at the figures. Hey, Dad, Jesus was born so many years ago. What makes him so special that we still celebrate his birthday? He hollered through the house. That's a good question, son. Um, oh, it's Grandpa. I need to talk to him. Do you mind going to ask Mom? As Zachary found Mom, she spoke first. Hey, Zachary, I was looking for you. While Dad's distracted, let's take a break from decorating and go get that last Christmas present for him. Okay, Mom. Zachary was very excited to surprise his dad with a brand new book from his favorite author. Bye, honey, Mom whispered as she grabbed her keys and kissed Dad goodbye. What do you think Dad will think of his book? I can't believe we were able to get it early. Dad's going to be so surprised, whispered Zachary as he closed the car door. Dad, guess what? We got you a present. Shh, son, it's not Christmas yet. Don't give away the surprise. Oh, yay. And guess what? I have a surprise for you, too, in your room. Yippee! Zachary loved surprises, especially Christmas ones. What is it, Dad? asked Zachary as he bounded into his room. <gasps> you got me a new bed shaped like a rocket ship? And it even has rocket sheets, look! Look, the blanket looks like an astronaut! How cool! Merry Christmas, even if it is a little early. Wanna try it out? Dad asked, but Zachary was already sitting on it before Dad finished his question. I'm going to blast off into dreamland. Hee-hee. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Zachary. Do you want to help finish decorating or take a nap in your new bed? Yeah, right, said Dad, looking at Mom slyly. I'll take a nap, Mom. Seriously? Okay, then. We should have given him a new bed sooner, Mom. Well, then, have a nice rest. When you wake up, the decorations will all be set up and we'll have another cup of hot cocoa. Good night. Or good nap in three, two, one, blast off! Zachary snuggled into his new bed as his parents turned on a sound machine, turned off the lights, and shut the door. The excitement of the day had worn Zachary out, and his new sheets were so soft and comfortable. <sighs> Only seconds after his head hit the pillow, his eyelids closed. Zachary turned over and pulled his blanket snugly around his cold arm. What was that? He opened one sleepy eyelid to see what he had heard, and the other eyelid jumped open in a start. Where am I? He mumbled. This isn't my bedroom. He lay very still, trying to figure out what kind of a dream this could possibly be. It felt very real. His bed was no longer soft and cozy. Instead, he found himself lying on a hard mat on the dirt floor of a dusty old shop. He looked to the left and noticed early morning rays of sun coming in from a window and landing on a wooden table with several small tools atop it. The smell reminds me of Dad's wood shop. He heard some quiet chatter outside, 
but from where he lay, there were no people in sight. Zachary quietly sat up on the mat he found himself on and rubbed his eyes. Then, as if to determine if he were really dreaming, he gave himself a pinch on the arm. Ouch! He hollered and then covered his mouth. I guess I'm not dreaming after all, he thought. That's when he noticed that he was not wearing pants, but long, dress-looking clothes, similar to something he wore when he played the role of a shepherd in the church Christmas musical the year before. Did I go back in time? Wherever and whenever he was, he knew he didn't want to be seen, especially by the one who owned this shop he was trespassing in, even if it wasn't his fault. He jumped to his feet, grabbed his clothes in his hands as not to trip, and tiptoe sprinted out the door of the shop. He spotted a man dressed in similar clothes heading down the path in his direction. Trees, he spoke to himself looking across the path from the shop. I'll hide there. The man passed by and just before turning the corner stopped and looked toward the trees where Zachary hid. Zachary tried to be completely still and invisible. He was grateful his clothing matched the dark color of the tree bark instead of the bright green shirt he was wearing earlier in the day. Somehow, he still felt seen. The man's bright blue eyes, so blue they could be seen from this distance, shone more than Zachary had ever seen anybody's eyes shine before. They were so happy. And the man's smile lit up his face. Before the man turned, Zachary was almost certain he saw the man wink in his direction. Zachary, drawn by his curiosity, began to follow the man down the dirt road. He kept his distance, being sure to stay hidden behind the trees and houses that lined the road. Every now and again, the man would stop and look back in Zachary's direction, in a way that beckoned Zachary to follow. This man seemed as if he were on an important mission and as if he needed Zachary to join him. He followed quietly past a few more houses when he got a waft of bread baking. It smelled delicious and reminded him of his grandmother's house. The mysteriously kind man stopped where the glorious smell must have been coming from and ducked into a doorway. It wasn't until that point that Zachary realized just how tall this man was. Maybe he's hungry. I could go for some of that fresh-baked bread myself. His mouth watered at the smell. He tiptoe-sprinted again to get close enough to hear and get a glimpse of what was going on beyond the open door. Zachary saw a girl sitting on a wooden stool inside, baking at a small stove. She couldn't have been any older than Zachary's oldest cousin, who had just started high school. Shalom. The look on her face let Zachary know the tall, kind man had startled her. The Lord has blessed you in a special way, the man spoke. His voice had power and at the same time was as tender as a bird singing. The young girl still looked fearful. He's with you. Shalom, she said nervously, standing to her feet from her stool as if she were ready to run at a moment's notice. Do not be afraid, Mary girl's eyes squinted. Zachary could also tell from her reaction that this girl Mary didn't know the man, nor did it make her comfortable that he knew her name. God is very pleased with you. 
The girl's eyes softened ever so slightly at the pronouncement of God's pleasure with her. But when the man spoke again, Zachary saw confusion take root. You will become pregnant and give birth to a son. You must call him Jesus. The man paused to let Mary catch her breath. Her heart must have been pounding. Zachary could see beads of sweat beginning to form on her forehead as he snuck closer. He will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High God. The Lord God will make him a king like his father David of long ago. Zachary thought Mary might be sick to her stomach by the look on her face. This was all so much for her to take in. The man continued on. The Son of the Most High God will rule forever over his people. They are from the family line of Jacob. That kingdom will never end. As the words flowed from the man's mouth, the joy in his heart filled the room he and Mary shared. It was so powerful, Zachary could feel it from outside. Then, as if a light switch flipped on, Zachary could see glowing joy replace all of the fearful emotions in Mary's face. The girl stood to her feet, stumbling for words to respond to the gentleman. How? How can this be? It's impossible. I'm still so young. A virgin, just just a kid. Me too. Zachary was starting to get a bit nervous himself. I'm too young to be this far away from my parents. And I have no idea how to get home. The man took his gaze off of the girl and peeked out the door in the direction of Zachary and smiled, his face glowing. With that, peace replaced the fear that had started to creep into Zachary as well. He returned his attention to the girl. With a laugh of delight, the man answered, The Holy Spirit will come to you. The power of the Most High God will cover you. So the Holy One that is born will be called the Son of God. Mary looked dizzy. She flopped back down onto her stool holding her head, not even realizing the bread she was baking had started to burn. The man put a hand on Mary's shoulder and spoke almost in a whisper. Your relative, Elizabeth, will have a child even though she's old. People thought she could not have children, but she's been pregnant for six months now. That's because what God says will always come true. The man's comforting tone must have given Mary a new resolve. She stood again. I serve the Lord, she spoke confidently. May it happen to me just as you have said it would. Apparently, having completed the mission for which he was sent, the man exited the home, winked at Zachary with a smile, and vanished. Zachary's eyes grew big as he stood there in disbelief, unable to move. The young girl, Mary, the mother-to-be, exited her house in a hurry with a radiant smile upon her face, mumbling something to herself. Self will give you a sign. The virgin is going to have a baby. She Zachary had heard this very story since before he could remember. But watching it unfold in front of him, actually being there, he couldn't find the words to explain the joy. Mary is real. Jesus isn't just a figure pulled out of the attic every Christmas. His mind mulled over the events of the day as his feet, without thinking, led him back to the woodshop. Zachary peeked into the shop door. Now there was a man inside, 
clamping two pieces of wood together. Oh no! How will I ever get home? I'm not even sure if I can get out of here the way I got in, but it's the only idea I've got. Just then he heard a horse headed down the road toward the shop. He took a deep breath and hid himself among the same trees as at first. The horse stopped near the shop. Shalom, Joe, shouted the horseman. Shalom, responded the woodworker as he put his tool down and headed outside. As Zachary overheard the two men talking about a new woodworking project, he snuck quietly through the trees, across the street, and back into the shop. If all went well, he would be home before the carpenter returned to his shop. Otherwise, Zachary would be trapped and caught. Who knew if the woodworker was a nice man or not? But this was his only chance to get home, and he didn't know what else to do but to take the risk. He lay down on the hard bed, pulled the thin cover over his body, and closed his eyes. God, please help me to get back home, he prayed. Friends, thank you for joining me and Zachary today on our adventure. Can you just imagine what it must have been like for Mary to meet an angel? And to find out she was going to have a baby, God's very own son? And do you think Zachary will make it back home? Join me next week to find out. And to see if Zachary can find out why Jesus' birth is so special that it's still celebrated so many years later. See you soon, friends. Bye!